a wonderful good day to you, Mario. <laughs> we're still we're still working on the opening for this yes, thing, right? We have to. And welcome to our uh, podcast. Yeah, whichever title we're still deciding. We're, when you listen to this, there is probably a title. Just look on the website or look in your show notes on your device. And uh, so, yeah. Anyway, let's get started. We are uh, still recording this on board a ship. We're still on the Norderlicht uh, around Svalbard. We are sailing East Fjord just out of Longyearbyen and uh, this morning uh, we went from Barentsburg over to Umerbukta and uh, now we are sailing over to Boresbukta. And Barentsburg is what we want to talk about today because we were pretty much at the end of this 11, 12, no 12 day expedition and Barentsburg is one of those really unexpected things. You, uh, What do you expect in Svalbard? Do you expect uh, pointy mountains, Spitzbergen, you expect snow, you expect uh, wildlife uh, and lots of it and you do not expect a Russian coal mining outpost. <laughs> yeah, Russian time capsule from the communist times. <clears throat> yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's a Soviet experience. A Soviet experience as you're saying, yeah, with uh, complete with sickle and hammer and uh, statue of Lenin and, uh, and uh, fancy an orthodox church. Yes. And uh, architecture from from a different planet, pretty much. <laughs> not nothing against the architecture. Not the architecture, but it's not the one that we're used to in uh, at least in Western Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so they uh, when did they come here? The, the Russians have been on Svalbard for a long time, right? Mm. The Russians have been on Svalbard for a long time, but uh, at the beginning they were hunters. They were the Pomor people from uh, northeast Russia. Northwest Russia, and um, and then they, uh, well, the the next uh, the next uh, activity is the coal mining, and the Russians they acquired Barsburg in the mid 30s from the Dutch company Nespico, Netherlands uh, Spitsbergen uh, company company, and uh, and that was uh, yeah I think it was. Mid mid thirties, nineteen thirty-six. And at one time it was relatively big. I was I was told this morning that at one time there were fifteen fifteen hundred miners in Barnsburg. Now it's just a few hundred, pretty much. But they they are they are now kind of branching out into tourism. So uh, we uh, actually visited the mine this morning. So we a group of a group of us went to the mine. We got clothed up with helmets and and headlamps and emergency, emergency breathing apparatus stuff and, and uh, chips so they knew where we were in the mine <laughs> and we got to see interesting stuff it was real it's, it's a real live working mine and um, you had to uh, leave your cameras outside didn't you uh, that was that was unexpected because of course we're here as photographers uh, doing this and it is well in shooting in a mine but then on, on the one hand there is not much light and also it is dangerous because a mine has there's might be methane in the air and then coal dust and stuff and um, if you shoot and use flash for example or any electronic equipment might have little sparks so the mining well the, the, the there was one guy who's an ex-miner who used to work in the mine who guided us and then there was one guy from the tourism office who translated and he had a camera a special camera that was I don't know a sturdy special mining camera which no. it, it is completely 
it's a capsule. safe. It's yeah. safe and it doesn't explode. And uh, so we took some pictures with that camera. Horrible camera, to be honest. <laughs> Horrible pictures. But we'll we'll see. A we'll, souvenir. It's a souvenir. Oh, a souvenir yeah, it's pretty much. Mine. But it was it was interesting, nevertheless. Another thing I learned is that uh, part of the coal that they mine here, uh, the, that the Russians mine here, is used on the island for their own uh, electricity production yeah. and, it's and heating. It's about a third, isn't it? A third of the production. And or... the, Yeah, and the rest mm. goes to the United Kingdom. Yeah. They sell it to the UK. I thought mm. they ship it back to Russia, but probably they have their own coal there, so they sell it. Well, I, I have heard that um, the coal from Spitsbergen is uh, very pure. It doesn't have a lot of sulfur and it's a high, very high quality coal. So it might be that it's used for steel production. Ah, okay. Specialty steel productions. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the... I'm losing my train of thought. I'll let it this out. <laughs> um, what did I want to say? You had the... the uh, you said... it's What is it? 130,000 tons a year? No, That's you said the, the total yeah. production. About 130,000 tons a year. And they... Uh, yeah. Sell, sell some of that. That's quite it's, a lot. It's the Russians and the Norwegians are the only two countries who do some commercial mining mm. here at the moment. Yeah. On Spitsbergen yeah. and um, Svalbard. I get the name. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> let's let's take it, let's make it straight. The archipelago is now known as Svalbard. That's official Norwegian That's official name. Norwegian right? name is Svalbard, and it's accepted by the geographical name uh, authority, and. Uh, the uh, name Spitsbergen or Spitsbergen because it's actually originally a Dutch name it has an S it has two S it's Spitsbergen it's is the name of the island where you have Longyearbyen and Barnsburg uh -huh. and uh, yeah where we have mostly visited but we have also visited other islands and, during and most Germans would would go huh if you tell them the name Svalbard mm. and we all know as me as a German I know I've known this forever as mm. Spitzbergen which by the way translates to pointy mountains well, and uh, the name Svalbard is uh, uh, something that the Norwegian suggested to use and it comes from the uh, Icelandic sagas ah. where in the Icelandic sagas uh, it says that um, at one point uh, in one of the sagas it is described uh, that if one sails from Iceland a few days northwards, uh, one would reach a land of uh, pointy mountains that are covered with ice. And uh, the Norwegians uh, adopted this for for Svalbard, for Spitsbergen, while uh, some others say that it might have been just Jan Mayen, which is a little tiny volcano, uh, actually quite a big volcano. <laughs> Uh, in the North Atlantic uh, between Iceland and Spitsbergen. So it's, it's partially in the land of the legend. Mm. We're in the land of the legend, yes. So we'll, we'll, we'll probably talk a bit more in a future episode about the Svalbard and the history of Svalbard. And mm. I think that's it for this episode. Well, you had to say oh. also that to go into the mine that you went into actually the administration building. Oh, 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 that's that okay. Before we end this, it? that was interesting because going into the mine, you would expect to be to, to go somewhere outside a village and then there's a, a shaft that you go down yeah. or something. No, the administration village in the center of Barnsburg, which looks it's an office building pretty yeah. much. You go in there, quite modern actually, isn't it? It looks like very modern on the inside, it turns a bit more into an old Soviet kind of thing. <laughs> and then you go down and in you the cellar, you go into the mine, you go in the, and then from there it goes right into the mountain, yeah, which is uh, 
quite practical, I suppose, in the winter when you have uh, howling winds and uh, snow drifts and polar bears walking yeah. around. And, <laughs> and you go directly to the mine. And then, and then in the so-called lamp station, mm -hmm. which is the station where the, the place where the miners get the lamps handed to them, mm -hmm. and those lamps are encoded with a chip, and then that's not just a way for to know where someone is but it's also a way for communication because okay. the administration can send signals to the individual miners to their to their lamps mm -hmm. and then they can flash their lamps so there is like a few signals like if the lamp flashes four times uh, Come if, out. if you <laughs> it means it means go to the next telephone that are these deep mining telephones mm -hmm. the big uh, chunky ones and call administration and uh, if it flashes eight times we were told then run like hell Okay, wow. <laughs> I hope they didn't flash. Well, I'm, I trust that they didn't flash while you were down there. No, they didn't. Um, I think there is one more thing about, about Barentsburg, isn't there? Which one? <laughs> I think there are many things oh, about Barentsburg. There are many things about Barentsburg. Oh, are, but... you, are, you talking about, are you talking about a certain beverage? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm talking about a place because <sighs> this is actually one of the developments of Barentsburg is that it's becoming more and more a tourist, uh, yes. a tourist place. Even though it's miles away from uh, from uh, a beach in Riccione or Rimini, <laughs> but um, they have now a pub brewery yep. that they're, they're brews amber. their own beer. Their amber is really good. And we tested. We they have three kinds. They have the amber, the dark, the dark, and, and the, the, uh, and the wheat and beer. like a wheat beer. Yes, or oh, the the amber, the clear. No, it wasn't in a like pilsner. Like, but in any case, anyway. the amber we was the one we tested. It was really good. And then they have a special drink. <laughs> they call it... See you tomorrow. And see you tomorrow has rum at 78% as we are, the base ingredient. We're up here and Barnsburg has, has this everywhere 78.04 degrees north. So the drink, see you tomorrow, is, uh, has in ingredients that together make it about 78% alcohol. Mm. And it... Uh, it's an antifreeze. It's an antifreeze, yeah. It's, it's okay. It's okay. But yes. I don't think you want to drink more than one a week. No, of course. Or maybe a month. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe once every year. Once you pass in that Barentsburg. Yes. So, anyway, yeah. um, it, I found it interesting. I mm. think I, I would love to come back and see this again. Mm. And um, photographically, and the, the, other, the other Russian settlement is Pyramiden, which mm. we'll talk about in another show. Yeah. Um, which might be even more interesting for photographers. But mm. yeah. More about Svalbard and yeah. other parts of the Arctic in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Come back next week. Come back next week. See you. <laughs>